Good morning. Welcome to Spot Flies Telling Lies. <coughs> Excuse me. Sunday morning here. We are just a little over uh, two and a half weeks till vacation time. Things have popped up, but it's all good. Um, little bit of anxiety coming, but I think that's to be expected in my situation. Um, I was thinking, cause, uh, hopefully recording after work today, but we will, uh, yeah, hold on. And, uh, yeah, so today I was thinking of my very first tattoo, which I got done in January of 1996. The story behind that was my bro Danny took off our junior year to go to school by his mom down south and he came back with a tattoo and everybody was just like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. (laughs) And so when we went up to, when when, when his regional time, regionals was in Juneau, um, I was 18 so I didn't need parental permission so I got in the phone book and uh was or yeah I called up there I was like hey I was looking to get a tattoo done and like how big is it and blah 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 and I was like it's not that big at all I'll wear the uh, shirt up there that I want it's actually on the sleeve of a shirt and then um so was up there for regionals. Uh, tattoo was scheduled in the afternoon. It was snowy out because Juno sucks. And so I trekked over there. And it was about a half mile, mile walk from where I was staying, if not a little bit more. Got there. <clears throat> and the guy's like, hey, man, that's a small tattoo. I'm going to just have to charge you the minimum. And uh, I think it was just like $100, either either $50 or $100. He did the tattoo. It took like 15, 20 minutes tops. And then he put uh, put that, put the Vaseline or whatever on it and put the plastic over it. It's like, leave this on for the day and then uh, let it breathe. Okay, fair enough. So you're probably wondering at this point what my tattoo is. So back in the 90s, there was this t-shirt company called the Bad Boys Club. And uh, this kept making cooler and cooler shirts, man. And one of them, they had their logo. It was an angry face, which Puff Daddy and Bad Boy Records blatantly stole this Bad Boy logo and made it their own, quote unquote. (laughs) Anyways, um, mine's from the Bad Boy Club t-shirt and... uh, one of my favorite shirts in high school was so bad I should have a cape. <laughs> and uh, I, the shirt that my tattoo came from, I bought in September of 95 on vacation down in Washington. It was kind of a darkish gray. And on the sleeve, it was just their logo. And I was like, how cool would that logo just look like without the bad boy club on bad boy on the top and club on the bottom and uh 
So I went there and paid for it, went back to the gym, (laughs) and all because of my bro Danny, like 12 people fucking came back from regionals with a tattoo. (laughs) Just fucking every one of them, man. Um All of us, all of us saw Danny's tattoo on his arm. And it's just like, that's fucking cool, man. And, uh, (laughs) oh, fuck, man. Just, uh, you know, it just looked cool, which, you know, to toot my own horn a little bit the previous year in December of 94, uh, Christmas break, I was... (laughs) Out of all, out of all the, out of the high school then, anyways, um, I went and got two, two more. I had one. Everybody had one earring in their left ear, one. And I went, <clears throat> I went down to Visions, uh, talked to Pam. Was like, hey, I'd like to get another earring, and she's like, ooh, where at? And I was like, okay. So I got this one right here on my left ear, but I want one on top of that. She's like, okay, I can line that up. I was like, the second one I want on my right ear. And she's like, that is going to look awesome. Let's do that. And so Pam Leesk did that. And then um, after after Christmas break was over and I came back and that was the cool thing. (laughs) And then next thing you know, People are going down to Pam and getting the exact same thing that I got. So for as much as I just fucking totally bit off Danny's idea and was just super like, damn, that's cool. I had my little moment too. (laughs) And uh, fun times, man. I had those earrings in until November of, so I had them for seven years. Um, Then I took them out and never just, just never put them back in after that. Um, And the tattoo thing. At the time, I was just like, oh, okay, and then got back here, and uh, you could never see my tattoo. So, like, unless I told you, there's just no way of you ever going to be knowing that I had a tattoo, ever. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, so, it's just been, uh, it's been a journey, as if you see me now, it's a totally different case. So, um, another thing, uh, I'm going to sound like the get off my lawn guy, (laughs) but I'm going to say it anyways. I see all these parents that are just like super happy that their parent, that their kids are going to prom. And then I see like all these pictures inside the prom throughout, it looks like Maybe they just mass amount of pictures were taken. All the parents were in there all at once. And they and it's like, dude, what I'm, one of the things I'm very thankful for is no social media when I was a kid. I was once asked, Bruce, do you think you would have been responsible if there was social media at your age? And I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? I would like to tell you I would be. But I fucking highly doubt that. No, I don't think I would be. I don't, I don't, at least I'd like to think I would, but I don't think I would be. (laughs) And uh, 
the person laughed and he said, you are the only person that answered honestly. Everyone's like, yeah, of course I would. Of course I would. And it was at the fitness class that I used to go where I met my buddy Megan. And like, apparently everybody he asked was like, yeah, of course I'd be responsible. And I was just like, I don't know, man. I, you know, the, the shit that we did in the dark back then was exactly that. We fucking did it in the dark. And I mean, some of my friends got busted for DWIs. Um, you know, Burl being one of them, but we were out of high school at that time, man. Like, legit, we were, uh, the night he got busted, we were already out of high school and our locker was cleared out. And, but anyway, so like all these other moments, though, like, some of the people I'm rolling with, I feel like would have fucking busted out their Snapchat, like, when I was smoking weed, when I was smoking cigarettes, taking pictures while we're fucking doing shots, man. Like, and, and a lot of them wouldn't, um, you know, it is just like, okay, man, you gotta fuck dude. I'm not, I don't think that like, cause there's some people it's just like, all right, dude, I don't think I could drink with you again, man. Like you get fucking, you can't control yourself. You get fucking so drunk and you have to fucking do this and that. And, uh, so like I think I definitely would have gotten busted in someone else's like snap story or Instagram story or Instagram post or Facebook post because a lot of the people that I went to high school with just post fucking everything today, man. Like I said, these kids today that I mean, I'm not even being an asshole, man. I just, I genuinely felt bad that their parents were at the prom. I don't know if they were there the whole night. But I mean, I remember, uh, like, we had certain friends we knew were just going to be getting bombarded with pictures. Now, on the flip side of that, it was like we respected these people. Like, I'm telling you right now, me and Merle knew going in, that like if we went and picked up Jackie somewhere, then Charlene was just going to snap pictures, man. And what threw me off was like, I remember uh, Jackie telling me that they take first day of the school year pictures. And I just like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, my mom takes a picture of us the first day of school. And I was like, wait, could you say that again? And then she take she took a picture on the last day of school. And you see that all the time now on Facebook. And I'm not knocking that, but like you just know when you go into certain places that and those pictures that I do see of uh of a long begone time. <laughs> I appreciate those pictures. I appreciate the fucking thousands of pictures my mom took in the eighties of just Birthday parties and early 90s random shit, man. Um, I myself wish I took more pictures. I could tell you in 1994, I bought a disposable camera. And me, uh, her name used to be Holly Leesk, um And my cousin Billy. Billy was in town briefly. And... Uh, it was a Sunday, so I didn't really 
have much going on that day because I was working seven days a week. And, but I knew I had that, that afternoon off and, uh, it's beautiful fucking summer day, summer 1994. And we hiked up, we made sandwiches at Holly's place and we hiked, we walked from there to Yellow Hill and we hung out and we had lunch at Yellow Hill and I took pictures, man. I had this picture of, uh, of Billy and Holly up at the top and, you know, vice versa, different combinations of us. And, and then I had pictures of the summer because we would, you know, when you're a kid, man, you're fucking just active as a mofo, man. We walked everywhere, man. Like I took a picture of when we were down at Pioneer Park swimming, a whole bunch of us, man. And uh, I had pictures from there. I had pictures of us around the block sitting on the stairs. And I lost all those, man. I would, you know, those are fucking gone forever, man. So I know it sounds like I'm an ass, like, don't take pictures of your kids at the fucking prom. No, I'm just like, dude, let them experience that prom, man. Let the let the kids fucking post the pictures themselves. Or if you have to, be fucking fast. Go in, take a quick picture with your kid. Or him and his friends or her and her friends. And get the F out, man. Don't fucking linger in there, man. Because especially at a dance, man. Uh, just let them be. Um, another thing, and I've had, and I had issues with this since my child was a child. <laughs> is the quote unquote graduation of every fucking class, man. No. Fuck no, man. That's the award for everything that just chaps my ass, man. Oh, you get promoted to the big school. What's the big school? Middle school? So you have this whole pomp and circumstance <laughs> where, where the kids are in a cap and gown going from elementary to middle school? Are, are we, is that what we're doing now? That We're celebrating that? <laughs> and this is coming from a guy who got held back in fifth grade. one of those things legitimately where I feel like it's just like, really? Uh, the, the, everybody gets an award thing, man. You know what? I never got in the years I played Little League. I didn't get a participation trophy. I'm not saying that made or, or, or fucking made me who I am. It didn't, man. My parents and fucking some really cool aunts and uncles helped guide me in certain areas where I needed it, got advice from my Uncle Bruce a lot, got a lot of my humor, just passed down through my Uncle Romy, who I never met, and my Uncle Bruce, and my dad, my parents, my brother, who I always thought was the funniest person I knew until I met my cousin Nick in high school, then I just thought that he was, <laughs> like, Nick said the most, like, he was just effortlessly funny, and Nick just always put a smile on my face. Still does to this day. Real quick Nick story. This rat fuck tried calling me in the fucking wintertime, like in fucking like November, December. Motherfucker knows I'm at work after 10 o'clock. Calls me at 10.30, and I hit decline because we uh, when the... 
when the pandemic hit, Nick Nick FaceTimed me. Now this is all Nick, and he had a. I'm thankful he did this. He said, "Hey man, I'm just gonna FaceTime you from here on out as long as, as long as both of us are available, because me and him are both isolated alone, man. You know, so props to Nick for that, man. We still do that." But this rat fuck knows I'm work in the wintertime. I'm work at 10 o'clock. I start work on Sundays. That's a fucking late start, man. But it is great. It's appreciative. But this bastard knows I start at 10 o'clock. This motherfucker calls at 1030 on the FaceTime. I fucking decline. And I message him like, fuck you. I'm at work, man. And he knows I'm laughing as I type this. This motherfucker immediately replies even better and sends a picture of him because he's working in Hawaii and he's smiling in a fucking hot tub with a huge smile. And I just replied, I fucking hate you, man. (laughs) And he said, even better, man. Have a great day at work. What's the weather like today? (laughs) I just told him to fuck off. (laughs) Anyways, man. So back to all this. Every grade's a promotion. No, it is not. Every grade is not a fucking graduation, man. Um, I'm okay with Head Start graduation. I am okay with 8th grade promotion. Anything else, man, is just extra. Do not do it. Um, Do not fucking go helicopter your kids once they start going to high school dances. You don't got to fucking, oh my God, it's the first high school dance. Do not go in there and take a picture of them slow dancing Because it's just fucking like, dude, no, man. Thank fucking God. Even though my mom loved taking pictures. And I would get pictures taken in high school. Like, before prom. But thank fucking God. My mom wasn't going to, like, these dances. Because, like, in 93, Merle's like, fuck, you just gotta start dancing. Let's just go dance, man. So we went and fuck started busting a move. And that's how the greatest dance duo in Mantlacatla history got its start, man. Point being, Uncle Merle wasn't there with the fucking camera in our face. Do that move again. Do that move again. That was different if fucking Ira's putting the camera in our face. Because Ira uh, has these videos of all of us throughout high school. Walking the block, doing shit that maybe would get us in trouble. But we weren't sharing it because there was no social media. Anyways, everybody, uh, have a great Sunday. Don't take 30,000 pictures and hang out the entire dance when your kid starts going to high school dances. Thank me later.